You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit more about Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to talk a little bit about the spoilers. The Challenge, Ride or Dies, premieres tonight on MTV. Looking forward to that. I've got some pop culture stories for you, a little bit of sports as I'm recording this. It is about 10.20 p.m., and the Dodgers are up 5 nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning against the Padres. Let's hope by the time I'm done recording this, and by the time you listen in tomorrow morning, we're listening, uh, we're talking about a Dodger W and not some miraculous comeback by the Padres. Anyway, we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go visit athleticgreens.com slash realitysteve. All right, let's get going. Bachelor in Paradise last night. It's like so much went on and so little went on, you know? I do want to say this about the Ashley and Jared episode from Monday night, because let's face it, let's call it that. You know, yesterday on the Daily Roundup, I said, I can't wait till Bachelor Data comes out with her information on who had the most screen time. I put it in yesterday's column. Did you see it? Oh my gosh, 16 and a half minutes for Ashley and Jared. They got double the screen time of anybody else down on the beach. Last night, obviously, they pulled back from it, and we barely saw them, thank God. And like I said, it's nothing against Ashley and Jared. They went down there and probably were asked, hey, we want to do you know a date, or maybe we want to put you guys on a date just to you know relive old memories and whatever the case may be, and maybe they had no idea how much screen time they were going to get. So this isn't about Ashley and Jared, and I don't blame them for anything. If once they got down there, their role became bigger, they're not going to walk off set. They're going to do what production tells them to do. It's a paid vacation for them. They're not going to be like, no, I don't want to do this. So clearly they were egged on to talk about their sex life and, you know, go fart on each other and go pee in the ocean. Like this is just them acting. They kind of had to do what the show gave them. So I I blame production because it shouldn't have been that much. I have no problem with bringing Ashley and Jared back on the show to hand out a date card and give advice. Like, we've seen that numerous times on Bachelor in Paradise. That's what the show does. They always bring back contestants to do that. Why they gave them 16 minutes of screen time on Monday's episode and screen time that wasn't really all that important or funny. It just was to kill time just kind of showed that it didn't seem like they had any sort of plan. So that was my issue with it. And I'm glad they got away from it. And I think Ashley tweeted out that yesterday, like, Hey guys, don't worry. We're going to be gone on Monday. So next Monday's episode, they're gone. Is it weird that they were even on for three episodes? Sure. It was, (laughs) I, you know, bring alumni back. We're going to see Becca and Thomas on this season as well. Just bring them back, have them give advice, have them give date cards, maybe even participate in a date for something, and then just be on their way. We don't need what we saw with Ashley and Jared. 
The other thing I want to talk about in regards to yesterday is the Bachelor in Paradise spoilers that were in yesterday's column and will always be up now. So if you need to go to a one-stop shop for your spoilers on mobile, just click on the BIP8 spoilers tab or on desktop, just go to spoilers and then you'll see Bachelor in Paradise season eight spoilers. And I think the one thing that maybe isn't great about them is the timing of when things happened was kind of screwy because this was all back in June. And when it was happening, I was just reporting what I was being told. And then ever since June, once the season ended filming, I never asked to even try and get any new information because I was like, look, there's so much here. I need to concentrate on Rachel and Gabby's season. And I didn't go back and do anything. But in terms of who hooks up with who and who kind of leaves when, I think that stuff is pretty accurate. But the timing of when somebody arrives versus when somebody leaves, that might be off here and there. But your main stuff is all in your spoilers. That's all you need to know. Oh, and as and as I say that, uh, Will Myers just hits a solo home run, and it's now 5-1 Dodgers in the top of the fifth. Oh, boy. Please don't let this be the beginning of a comeback. Anyway, so that's where you're spoiler, we're at where your Bachelor spoilers or Bachelor in Paradise spoilers. So just go check those out. Anytime you need to reference it, they will be there for you. Okay? Um, now, yesterday I also brought up, and the other day, the amount of episodes on this season. We're going to have 16. I was like, man, that is way more than I can ever remember this show having. Because normally, in the past... Your Bachelorette season usually started airing end of May, beginning of June. Actually, it was always end of May. Katie was the first season that started in June, and then Rachel and Gabby was the first season that started in July outside of the pandemic season when Claire's didn't even start airing until October. They started filming in July, but didn't air till October. And then Michelle, same thing. Michelle started filming in July and aired in October. But eliminate those. This show always had a formula. Bachelor starts airing first Monday in January, and ends mid-March. They immediately start filming Bachelorette then till about the, in the first couple of weeks of May. And then the Bachelorette would start airing mid to late May. And it would go till the end of July, and then would go right into Paradise. And Paradise would be all of August and the first two weeks of September. So it was usually, you know... Sometimes it was only six episodes. I think in the beginning, when it first took off, it was only six episodes. Now, I'm just looking back on it. So I have my paperwork here. Bachelor in Paradise 7 had 11 episodes. Like, as we know, they're going to have 16 episodes of Paradise this season. Bachelor in Paradise 7 had 11. Bachelor in Paradise 6 had 12. Bachelor in Paradise 5, it looks like I stopped writing stuff down after about episode 9. So probably 9 or 10, maybe even 11. Bachelor in Paradise 4, where did I write that? I didn't even write that one down. Um, Stopped at 3 on that one. (laughs) Uh, Bachelor in Paradise 1 had uh, 6 episodes. (laughs) 6! So, that's what I mean. Like, this is... 16 episodes is ridiculous. We know this. But, I don't... and. I know they have a lot of stuff to get to, and I know we've got Casa Amor twist coming next week that's going to throw everything into a frenzy. And them just being separated is probably going to last two or three episodes of itself. So this is all kinds of wonky, and I just wish they wouldn't do it. (laughs) Anyway, last night, 
so much craziness. The Sally stuff, like I said, I she was going to be on the beach for like 10 minutes. It wasn't even a thing. And in real time, it was maybe an hour. Television time was probably, what, 10 minutes we saw her? And again, it was all based on a lie. Everyone seemed to believe what Wells told them, uh, that she um, was talking to her ex before she came. And did she technically talk to her ex? Yes, but she was. it was strictly work-related, which is exactly what she said when she got down to the beach. And people just chose not to believe her because, I don't know, they chose to believe Wells, who gets a direct deposit from the show into his checking account for being the bartender. Like, okay, choose who you want to believe. But like I said when I shared this story last week, apologies have already been made behind the scenes. So that's kind of all you need to know about this. Everything you saw on television last night was bullshit. So keep that in mind. The Kira coming back thing, that was in the spoilers. You knew that she came back and she ended up leaving with Romeo. But it just didn't make any sense why Kira came back. It's not like she had a meltdown and decided to leave on her own, then had a change of heart. Like, she literally didn't get a rose at a rose ceremony, and then they're like, okay, well, you can just come back. That's what I mean. They're just, like, manipulating and creating whatever storyline they want. Kira just doesn't come back on the show because she wants to. She has to be approved, obviously, by production. And they let her, for God knows what reason. Because... To see it with Romeo, and it's just like, okay, but she's literally telling Jacob on the bed, I can't, I couldn't stop thinking about you. And then five minutes later, she's on the beach telling Romeo, you know, did you think you made a mistake? Almost forcing him to tell her he made a mistake in, in giving out a rose to Jill at the first rose ceremony instead of her. And then do you want to leave this together? It's like he, she gave him no choice. Not to mention, Romeo had no options left. If he says no, all he does is last another, what, day until the rose ceremony, and then he's going home anyway because no woman's giving him a rose. So it, I, they tried to make it some warm, fuzzy moment with these two leaving, and I don't think any of the audience uh, was invested in it just because why was she allowed to come back? <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure, doesn't that, I mean, I've already forgotten all the spoilers, like every detail of every spoiler, but doesn't that happen later on too? Isn't somebody that doesn't get a rose, and Justin... Doesn't Justin not get a rose at the next rose ceremony and then he comes back as well? It's just like they're just making up their own rules, whatever the hell they want to do, and that's just they're they're deviating from what this show should be about. And it's certainly not about love, but at least stick to some sort of rules. Like, hey, you don't get a rose at the rose ceremony, you're done. You're gone, bye-bye. But I guess they can't do that. And so we had Sally, we had that love triangle, Jill and Jacob are two peas in a pod. <laughs> I mean, it, they all set it down on the beach, and it was certainly, <laughs> it, it was certainly evident watching their date that yeah, these two are pretty much made for each other. <laughs> but it's not like they leave as a couple. Also, Romeo and Kira. By the way, um, people ask me, are they still together? I have no idea. This was four months ago. I have no idea if they're an item still. Maybe they took to Instagram last night to update people. Maybe not. Because I think there is going to be a reunion show for Paradise. So we'll get an update on everybody uh, on the reunion show. Man, the minute I start talking about the Dodgers and let's get a victory here. Home run, single, double. 5-1, 
Runners on second and third, nobody out top of the fifth. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, big news tonight in MTV World. Challenge Rider Dies premieres tonight. And someone asked me last week in the reader emails. Oh, by the way, reader emails will be up in about a couple hours on realitysteve.com. Somebody asked me last week in that, did I see the exclusives, you know, on the behind the scenes challenge shows? And for some reason, I thought it was like one show. I look on my DVR and there's six of them. I'm like, oh man, I got six challenge shows to get caught up on. Not just, they're like one hour each, I think, or maybe even they're an hour and a half. And it's just a behind the scenes look at things that have happened in the past. Everyone says it's really good. I didn't realize there were six of them though. Oh my gosh, killing me. But I heard they're really good, so hopefully I'll get to those. But I realized Wednesday nights now is my TV night. Because on CBS alone, I've got Survivor, The Real Love Boat, and Amazing Race back to back to back. And I haven't even watched one episode of The Amazing Race yet. I recorded it because I was like, I want to watch this. I've never really been an Amazing Race fan. I've watched one season. I think it was season 12 or something. And I don't even remember why I watched it. But I did. And um, I haven't watched any of this season yet, but I will. In regards to the challenge, I mean, I know Bananas is on this season, and it's, you know, you're you're partnered up with somebody, you're ride or die. That's where they got the title from. And he's with Nani. And just listening to Bananas in interviews pre-show, I, I don't know any spoilers, but clearly Bananas is on for a while. He doesn't come back and gone, and they target him, and he's done. So... You can expect that Bananas is going to be around a while. Um, but he is, you know, he's won the most titles. I mean, he's um, compelling television, to say the least. I have not watched Dancing with the Stars yet. I did not get around to watching it yesterday when I usually do. I usually try and watch it on Tuesdays. Um, and I just, I just never got around to it. And so I will in the next couple days, hopefully. Here's something interesting. Someone had messaged me yesterday in regards to, you know, possible guests to have on in the future for my Thursday podcast, my interview podcast. And somebody mentioned Taylor from Big Brother, our season 24 winner. I'm like, absolutely. I'd love to have Taylor on. I don't know if I have to go through CBS for all those people or not. So I went to Taylor's Instagram account to just going to send a DM about interested in having you on the podcast. How do I go about it? Can I just do it through you? Or do I have to go through CBS? And Taylor has me blocked. I have, <laughs> I have no idea why Taylor has me blocked. I've never messaged her in my life. I've never wrote anything on any of her pages. I haven't said a negative thing about her. So I don't know, but I cannot view her Instagram page from my account, which means I'm blocked. If I go to my Finsta, I can eat, I can view it. So clearly I've been blocked. I have no idea why. If someone wants to hit Taylor up on my behalf and ask why and ask that I'd be interested in having her on the podcast, by all means, go ahead. Uh, don't bu- don't bug her about it. Don't, you know, yell at her, be mad. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe has, she has a legitimate reason. Obviously, I never knew who Taylor was before June of this year. And from the second she got on the show, she didn't have access to her Instagram. So... Is it possible I was... Blo- I don't know how I would have been blocked before she became a contestant on the show because I wouldn't even have known who she was. Therefore, I never would have contacted her. And I never contacted her. 
So I wouldn't even know who she was. So did she get off the show, get her phone back, and block me? When I've clearly been a fan of hers, I said I, I was very happy that she won. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. But it, it, it could be a mistake. It could just be she accidentally did it. I don't know. I'm not mad. Because I'd like to have, but I'd like to have her on the podcast. And I have no way of getting hold of her because she has me blocked. A couple things in um, pop culture here. Yesterday, sad news, Angela Lansbury died um, a few days short of her 97th birthday. And I mention this because I know Angela Lansbury made her name in the Broadway world. And... I remember Angela Lansbury from Sunday nights after NFL football. My family would sit around and watch Murder, She Wrote all the time. After dinner on Sunday night, it was like a family thing to sit around and watch Murder, She Wrote. And if you ever watched Murder, She Wrote, the first 45 minutes were setting up. Someone always died in the first 15 minutes. And then for the next 30 minutes, Angela Lansbury is going around and interviewing people and interviewing who could possibly, you know, be the suspect and who was the killer and all this. And then it would have one last commercial break around 45 minute mark. And then the last 15 minutes we find out who the killer was. And my family and I always used to have all have each have a piece of paper and we have to write down who we thought the killer was. I don't think I ever got one right because this would have been, I would have been like seven or eight years old. I didn't, I, I didn't have the most logical thinking back then. And, um, I never probably never got any, maybe I got one or two, right. But I just remember that was something we always used to do. One of the first shows I remember, watching together as a family all the time. And um, so she died. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, obviously, she's an older woman. was going to turn 97. I had said it was a few days short of her birthday. So rest in peace to Angela Lansbury. We are in the month of October, which means at the end of this month is Halloween. And... In case you didn't know this, there's another Halloween movie coming out, and this one's called Halloween Ends. Are we sure? Like, <laughs> how many Halloween movies have there been? How many times has Mike Myers been killed? Like, in every single one? I haven't watched a Halloween movie since probably the 80s. But I would assume all those Halloween movies made in the 90s and the 2000s, he was killed in these movies, right? What What is happening? Somebody that follows and maybe is a, is a Halloween nerd and, and watches all these, can you just fill me in on how he's still alive or is it just a new person that puts on the Mike Myers mask and wants to be him after he gets killed in the previous movie? Because there's no way he's... I, I, don't, I don't get it. But the fact that it says Halloween Ends is the title of the next movie makes me believe that it doesn't end at all. And there's going to be another one. There's going to be a Halloween lives forever next Halloween. So I thought that was uh, interesting. Something that came up yesterday in something I heard on the radio, and it drives me absolutely bonkers. And trust me, I'm not the. I am certainly not the most eloquent person speaking. It's not like I have the greatest vocabulary in the world, and I claim to be some linguist, and I make a ton of verbal errors on my podcast, whether it's the daily one or the podcast that comes out every Thursday. But there's a phrase that drives me up a wall that people say that I just want to throw it out there. The phrase is vice versa, not vice versa. Just remember that 
going forward, if you're ever having a conversation with somebody and you want to say vice versa, it's not vice versa. It's vice versa. V-I-C-E. V-E-R-S-A. Just want to throw that out there. I heard that yesterday on the radio. It drove me nuts. And finally, yesterday I spoke about bank robberies and pretty ignorantly, I guess, because <laughs> a lot of you emailed me to say, um, here, here are just three things that I got. Steve, I live in Chicago and banks are robbed all the time. Here's, an e- here's an e- another email that I got. Hi, Steve. I was surprised at this number as well. Who still robs banks today? A Google search shows there's an average of three to 4,000 robberies per year. Maybe that's worldwide. Okay, there's that. And then I had this email. Hi, Steve. I'm here to tell you robberies are still a thing. My mom works at a bank here in Southern California, and in my 27 years of life, I remember her going through two bank robberies. She works in an upstairs floor, but she heard these bandits yelling at the tellers to give them their money. They had guns as well, so the tellers obliged and gave them what they had in the drawer and left. No idea if they got caught, but it happened twice, just saying. So twice in 27 years, obviously, you would want it to happen no times, but I'm glad your mom got through those, but... Three to 4,000 bank robberies a year. Now we got to, I guess, break down bank robberies in terms of somebody mentioned you would think that most bank robberies happen now in terms of hacking. Like somebody's able to hack into a bank and steal money and transfer money to an offshore account or something like that. But yeah, I was talking about guys or women walking into a bank with a ski mask on or pantyhose or a beanie with their eyeballs cut out and going in there and holding people up at gunpoint or knife point, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> Three to 4,000 of those a year? I guess they just never get reported unless it's something major and it's a giant shootout and a bunch of people die. I guess that's the only way. But it just seems like with today's technology that it would be it's just be impossible for these people to get away with it now. But I got another story about some dude in New York that's hit up three banks, apparently, and has gotten away with all three. Like, how are these people not getting caught? Is that what security cameras are for? Obviously, they're covering their face. I get it, but don't they have, like, street cams? They literally follow them everywhere? Or am I just such a fan of 24 that um, that's not realistic to where they literally can just take the street, street cam and follow a car everywhere it goes once it leaves a certain destination or leaves a certain location going to a new destination? I It could be that. It could be just I'm a geek for 24, and that's how they found people all the time. Anyway, uh, a lot of stories that I crammed into there, but thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Tomorrow, we're going to have two podcasts, as always, on Thursdays, your daily roundup, and then a couple hours later, we will have another conversation with Kate Casey, uh, podcast host with Real uh, Reality Life with Kate Casey. We've got a lot of shows to talk about with her, and like I said, back tomorrow, two podcasts on Thursday, and wait a second, yeah, today's Wednesday. I'm losing it. Um back tomorrow with the two podcasts so thank you all for listening i really appreciate it and we will talk to you tomorrow see you